You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. I'm of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. We are... We've got the technology gods eaten out of the palm of our hands. I, in the Sydney suburb of Bellevue Hill, Edward, in the central west town of Dubbo, the central west metropolis that is Dubbo, we don't stop. Some people think like, fuck, you guys have earned, you know, just a, just a day off. But that's not our style. No days off, no rest. Sleep when you're dead. Eddie, how are you? Good, mate. Sleep when you're dead, that's right. That's our motto. No quitness. Mm-mm. No quitness. No. Uh, I like that you pointed out the Dubbo's the metropolis. It is. It's booming. It's boom time out here, bro. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It's green as green gets. It's fucking delicious. The, the trees are blooming. The flowers are out and about. I haven't seen a heap of animals, but I saw kangaroos last night on the golf course, and they were getting into their work. And, uh, bro, there's fucking, like, buildings going up everywhere. Mum, I was driving. I went for breakfast with mum this morning. I'm like, Jesus Christ, have a look, go at that apartment building they're putting in. Penthouse sold for a million and a half, Tom. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So this penthouse. thing's like a, this thing's like the equivalent of like an inland sea back in the day where it was like a – you remember that? What was that one? I remember there was one that we like learned about in geography, Chad or somewhere, where there was like this huge inland sea that was like so big that there were like port towns all around it. And then obviously it dried up and now there goes towns. But Dubbo starting to become a bit of an inland sea. That's right, mate. The river, there's no quit in it. It's it just goes all day. So that's what the penthouse looks at, the river. Oh, it's a water views. That. You know what I mean? Yep. You know what I mean? Apologies yeah. to anyone hearing the thunder in the background there as well. I can't control the thunder. Not it's not beyond, yet. No, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Um Eddie, I think I've broken my toe. Really? I think I've broken my toe and what on the pavement? Pounding out, pounding out the no, cage. No, I would be more comfortable if that were how it was done. I kicked the fuck out of my dryer. Which, what in anger? No, please. I have I have a lid on my emotions to that degree. <laughs> to that degree, I was. It was you know sometimes those things happen when you are maybe at the height of your frustration and like that was the last thing you needed. Like no one ever needs a broken toe. But at certain times in your life, like it's the last thing you need. Yeah, I'm with you. So evening time, witching hours, Zoe crying, Evie pissed off. You know, like mum and dad are getting a little bit frustrated at each other. It's not, you know, it's just the way it is. You get short, you get terse. It's like, I need you to do this, I need you to do that. And I'm like, fuck. So I'm walking into the kitchen, a little hot under the collar, Zoe crying her eyes out of my arm, and I just... Bang! With like all my might, just plow my foot into the corner of the dryer, which is on the ground next to the bin, and just had to st- like I wanted to scream. I was angry, but I was in horrendous pain, and I'm just but I've got Zoe, and so I'm just standing in the kitchen like, <laughs> just trying to swallow it, and then I'm like walking through the house like, holy shit, dude! Please don't be like. I didn't want to look at it straight away. I was like, please don't be like misshapen or fucking compound fracture. Yeah. Imagine if you look down to a compound. Bro. There's your day done. There's your holidays done. Yeah, exactly. So I I just breathed through it and just sort of limped around the living room for the next maybe five minutes. The pain subsided, at least initially. 
And then very quickly the colour in it started to go and now it's purple and I'm like, you Google like what's a broken toe and they're kind of just like, is it sore? Is it swollen? Is it purple? Is this? I'm like, well, yeah, it's kind of all those things. Good luck. Nothing you can do about it. Deal with it. Is it is it the pinky? No, it's the one in from the pinky. The one in from the pinky. Yeah. Which, Who? walking around, I kind of feel like now I'm realising it almost does zero work. No, it doesn't. It's the laziest toe on the foot, Tom. I've always thought that. I've always said it. It It's so lazy, it doesn't even have a fucking name. Like, <laughs> exactly. who are you, bro? Yeah, it's not like, like the what, ring what are you? It's what, not you, a ring what, toe? The ring toe? No, I don't think so. People that wear toes on their ring should be shot. Dude, I, I, I'm, I think you got your words mixed up, but I agree with you 100%. Rings on toes is one of them. Like, tell me you're a complete fucking freak show without telling me you're yeah. a complete freak show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. you're an unhinged fucking hippie. I would say that there's a strong correlation between crystals, which we're now into, yes. but crystals and toe rings, and I draw the line at toe rings. I draw the line it's, at toe it rings. Is, it is so firmly fucking drawn in that sand, bro. Yeah. Toe rings are not on. No, if they're not on. If you're listening to this and you have a toe ring, kindly take it off and throw it away. Yeah, or just chop the toe off because it's been sullied. It has been sullied. You could you could make a strong argument that that toe's been sullied and it's not fit for service anymore. Mm-mm. It's disgraceful. What, and what a disgraceful way to go out as a toe. Yeah, exactly. You've grown up Born your whole into this life. World, the, you know, you got the world at your feet, literally, and some fuckwit comes along and puts a fucking toe on you. I mean, a ring. You know, and then it's all over, Red Rover. Like, what are we doing? Stop trying to what are we jazz doing? up what are we toes. Toe, toenail polish on female and all, you know, like I get it. That's cool. Yep. Sure. I get that, but the toe ring, like, what a disgusting addition. Like, that thing's just going to get sweaty and fucking grimy. Yeah, particularly on men. Like, oh, Jesus bro, Christ, if, if there's a- blokes out there with toe rings, good Lord. You, there should be no at- attention uh, brought to men's feet, men's no. feet, I don't think. No. That's why I have such a problem with uh, Birkenstocks. I'm just like... Feet should be out of sight, out of mind, I yeah. think. Unless you're just doing a thong or a slide, which is far more no, utility like, value. But like it's, the Birkenstock it's not, is you're trying to show off. But I'm not, yeah, but I'm not drawn to the foot. No. I'm not like, oh, that bloke's got thongs on. I don't care yeah. that he's got thongs on. Oh, that bloke's barefoot. I don't care that you're barefoot. It's common. It's commonplace. Whereas the Birkenstock's showing off. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's drawing attention to it's itself. It's wanting you to look at it, which That's right. is the problem. That's the problem. That's, That's the, problem. the problem. That's why I have a problem with them. Yeah. That's why I have a, that's why I have a problem with them. And that, so, that that rocked the boat. That ruffled some feathers. Our boat did. Tape. Well, I hope I hope toe rings don't rock the boat. If toe rings rock the boat, then we're in big fucking trouble. If and toe rings rock a... the boat, then like we don't know our audience as well as we do. So, which well, and then I've got a problem. Yeah, we're nothing. I'm like, well, who am I? Who am I talking to? I don't even know what. Why do people listen to me? If I don't think that I have my finger on the pulse to at least get a feeling, a strong one around people's opinions of toe rings, then I need to give it up. We need to walk away. We do, and I would. I'd, I'd walk away today. I'd hang up I'd the mic away. and I'd walk away. I would. Away. I'd go, you know what? It is what it is. I'll, I'll go back to marketing. Yeah. I'll, I'll go, I'll back, go back to the, the grind. I'll get back on the jackhammer. <laughs> what else can I do? Well, what I think maybe do? maybe we just do one more merch drop before we wind it up. Just, you just know, one. Just one yeah. more. Like and a then closing just, sale. Yeah, exactly. A closing down sale where we just, you know, everything must go. Go, yeah. yeah. Trackies, hats. We get it all, and then we sort of we walk off into the good night. That's if toe rings are cool, and we just you know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, right. she broke, 
and there's nothing broke, I can do. Yeah. I mean, I'm not yeah, about to go get an X-ray, but I'm comfortable enough in my own skin to mm. say it's broken. You, well, you know your body, Tom. I know my I know my feet. Mm. I know my toes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Well, that's tough, mate. It's a tough one. It's a tough. What's one. the time? What's the recovery time on a toe? Bro, they're saying that like, you can't even run for a couple of months. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I I don't think it's too bad if it is broken. I've broken could a toe it be before. Jarred? It could, could be, it be jarred? jarred. It could be jarred. Look, I'm not going to yeah. sit here and lie to the punter and the dribbler. It could be jarred. It could be a strong jarring. Mm. And they occur. Fucking oath they occur. Jarrings can be jarring for a long time. I once jarred my finger in Bathurst, and it's never been the same. And I'm not joking. The thing, I remember the night where I was pissed, and we were outside of the uh, Towers, which was our college. Mm. I was getting in a tussle, like a friendly little bit of a, you know, joshing around with someone. I believe it might have even been Xander. Shout out to Xander. My finger got caught in the pocket of his jacket. And now, like, you can't tell, Eddie. I don't know if I'm just showing up to camera. Can you see how this little boy is just a little bit more bent out to the side? Yeah, he is, yeah. Yeah, dude. Not, like- not, a, not, a, not a massive amount. But while we're talking jarred uh, appendages, I once jarred my thumb playing Oztag. I'm not lying to the punter and the dribbler. I reckon it was 14-month, 15-month recovery. <laughs> like every time I bent it, I'm like, oh, that's a bit sore. Mm. It's only just come good. I think sometimes you're better to just snap the thing in half than a jarring. I think sometimes oh, yeah. a jarring is worse. Yeah, yeah. Jarring's all stay with you. Whereas a snap, you go, okay, I've got six weeks here, maybe some surgery if I'm unlucky. But mm. once it's done, it's done. You jar the, my finger, I've maybe got that for life. Is a jar your finger holding a grudge? <laughs> it's like, don't forget what you did to me, bro. Yeah, because well, I haven't forgotten. <laughs> and that's why every time you do something even minor, I'm going to remind you of how, <laughs> how easy life used to be when your pinky worked. Yeah, or when you thumb. treated me with a bit of respect. When you treated me with respect and you had the full use of opposable thumbs. Now you may as well just be a bipedal fucking, you know, mm. a sheep. Who doesn't have yeah. the use of thumbs, mate? Without your posable thumbs, what are what do you got? You got hooves. Yeah, you got hooves, and not. And then you're a camel, and then you're a camel in the desert with fuck all to do. Exactly. You're certainly not going to be able to pick up a cup of tea with any comfortability. No, you're not. You're not going to be able to hold a, an ice cold bloke. No. You know exactly what I mean? right. So you know, jarring is no joke. Jarring is. So no what are you going to do? You going to go to the doctor? No, I'm not because I can't. Is it, be what, get a little mini cast put on it. Mate? You can put a splint on it, but I don't know that. that I, that's basically a toe ring. I may as well just get a fucking toe <laughs> ring. <laughs> don't get a splint, bro. No, that's no. Nah. It doesn't actually hurt to walk around. I went to the jungle today to get Santa photos because Steph wants Santa photos with the babies, and I yeah, actually sure. forgot that I even had it. The injury, the jarring, mm. the breaking. We don't know, but I forgot about it until. Like I just, it's more like when I'm twisting and I'm like, oh, okay, can't pivot, can't pivot. Well, it's, again, it's because it's the laziest toe on the foot. Like yeah. the pinky is is like working in overtime, yeah. sort of like keeping your balance. The big toe, obviously, you know, he's the master and commander of the foot, so he's busy boy. One in from big toe is, yeah. I mean, that's meant to just sort of be like the one. I mean, it's obviously like right hand man to the big toe. Yes, but it's and also- in some cases, in some cases, longer. In some well, cases, the longest toe. And they often say an indicator of speed if it's longer than all the other toes. Is that right? That's what I've heard, Eddie. Mine is longer than my big toe, but didn't really yield well, me. Well, you've run a sub-12. I have run a sub-12. 
I wonder if anyone without a second toe bigger than their thing. What's yours? Where's where's yours at? Yeah, mine's about equal. Just maybe you could argue a pinch longer if I flatten it out. That's what I'm saying. If you if you were to like, you know what I mean when you flatten it out. Yep. Look at that. I think I've yep. just. He's just. I'm just. Got him I'm, uh, we're very similar, yep. and we've both run sub twelve, so that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. It does. It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so what does that mean for me? For you? For I? For the punter and the dribbler? Well, I think you just get on with it. Business as usual. You put it out of your mind. Yep. You, you put your head down, bum up, and just get on with it. Yeah. I can't run, though, which is annoying, but I'm thinking maybe I just take to the pool. Maybe I become amphibious. Take to the pool. Take to the pool. Like a dolphin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Mammals back to the water. Just get about it. Be about it. Yeah. Supposedly very good for your swimming. You might get a bit of a V going, Tom. Dude, I want a V. Nice That's for a, Steph. Do you nice mean a V Steph. is in my body becoming a V, or do you mean like the, the usher muscles? No, well, both. You come from the top down, but yeah. then you've also got the V down to the old boy. That's what I'm looking for, the arrow down yeah. to the dong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. If you've got the arrow down to the dong, I think immediately heads turn. This actually dovetails brilliantly into something I wanted to talk to you about. Punters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day, the fastest-selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout-out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five-star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love ya. Punters and Dribblers, the podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe. Nay, the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, there's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets giving each other shit, having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, I don't. liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at halosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the, uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's a, it's it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, 
you get 50 bucks off the case. If you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop. Bang, rosé on there, code manly, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler. And we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. And it's just about, like, I just want to give a shout out to the people out there who, like, summer is their season. Where yeah. it's like, because, I mean, I wouldn't particularly say that I am, I have any season. And I don't think everyone has a season, but there are some people... Oh, the people have seasons. ...who, like, summer is their season. And I was sitting on the beach in Bondi the other day just watching fucking hot boys and girls walk past me. Not even face hot. I wasn't even looking at that. It was just bodied the fuck up. They were ready. It's like, this is their grand final, and they just get... They just jacked. They're yep. tanned. They're fit mm-hmm. as fuck, and they just walk up and down the beach. And I'm like, this is what it's about. Well, it's what it's it's nine, ten, well, probably nine months of hard yakka. Yeah, for one reason, for one point, for one moment, or for one season. Tom. For one season, three I, months of just absolute. And I mean, I mean, like they, Lanina's been fucking ruining it for him. Well, it's been yeah. They look at Lanina and go, "Are you fucking taking the piss?" I haven't eaten a carb in nine months. I've been calorie counting for the last year and a half. Have you seen my usher muscles? They're fucked. I have. <laughs> Look at this landing strip I've got, bro. Are you kidding like, me? Follow right me now? down. Yeah, follow me. <laughs> follow me down. Follow. That's what it is, essentially. Yeah, it's the male landing strip. You yeah. look down. You're like, okay, all right. But then that's also the same as like chicks with just banging hot butts. They just they're walking around. They're walking up and down the beach, going, like I saw this couple walking, and they were hot as well as their bodies being hot. And I was like. You guys must just be walking down this beach going, we might very well be the two hottest people here. Like, they must I mean, think that at some point when you get that to would have to. Hotness. That would have to think it. I would also say this about, about uh, the bikinis that are on offer at the moment, Tom. They went from, uh, at least in my experience, in the circles I float in, mm. um, the Brazilian-style whole ass cheek out was taboo. I don't think more than four years ago. It, it was like, it was a bit much. About four years ago, it was like, Jesus, like, you know, she's got it all out and about. Mm. Now that's all you see. Dude, if you can't see. If you haven't got both your cheeks yeah. out and you're female, then I don't know what you're doing at the beach. If you can't you're not basically see like a bleached asshole when someone's bending down to pick up their towel, and I mean accidentally, I don't mean, you know, you you're just not can't help it, it. You're not looking you're for not- it. No. You just they're everywhere you look. You can't help but see basically bare naked assholes. Such yeah. is the uh I guess the the newfound uh acceptance and obsession of the Brazilian. I got nothing wrong with it. No. I'm happy I'm you know a- what, Eddie, you and I I think one of the hallmarks of this podcast and us in general as men, we're not married to our beliefs. Happy to have my mind changed. <laughs> Four years yeah. ago, we might have been a bit like, oh, a bit much on the Brazilian. Now, yeah, I, th- I see it a little on. differently. But I, I just wonder, Tom, where to from here? Because I, th- I think it's fair to say, I think it's fair to say that if you were to chart a course over the last 50 years, more and more cloth has been removed. Yes. Now. So where do we go? Where do we go? Where to from here? Obviously, some girls a little more uh, – Friv- uh, not frivolous, no, that's not the right word, but like a bit more carefree than others. And they'll they'll take the top off from time to time, sure. I don't know if that's going to be commonplace or not. Perhaps it will. 
but I'm just sort of looking at it going every year there's there's less and less cloth used. Like surely they notice that. Surely Big Bikini goes, mate, we've never used less cloth. But that's probably what they want because they're saving on cloth. They are saving on cloth. So the less cloth, cloth you use, the more cloth yep. you have. <laughs> well, the, the less cloth they have to buy from the clothman. You yes. know what I mean? Or they might still be buying the same amount, but it's just that like – what they're stock selling. Oh, well, they're selling more. They're well, selling a, more. You know, growing populations, Tom. Exactly. It's a business move. Let's make these things less and less. Like, maybe we've got too much cloth in our T-shirts and our hats. Maybe. Maybe we just start doing visors. <laughs> <laughs> and then use that selling same them cloth. at the same price as a hat. Maybe even so more because, maybe it's, even because more. it's a bit different. Yeah, it's a bit it's a bit different. Look, you could get a hat for thirty, but you could get this visor for forty. Forty five they know plus that, postage. You know, little they know that the, the visor was half price for us. Half the fucking amount of cotton. The, exactly. They're basically just elastic with a brim. With a brim. It's an elasticized brim. And that's why I'm thinking like Brazilian, they sell the like, oh, it's Brazilian. But what you're getting is like one tenth of the cloth. <laughs> Like, comfortably one time. Comfortably. Like you basically can see everything. You know what? You basically can. Yeah. To the point where I'm like. You're basically nude on the beach. You, I think sometimes you're rolling the dice, surely. In terms like, surely of like women what? women think that. Where they just like, go, like, you know, at any one point. Out. Like some could f- slip out. Comfortably slip for out. For a second. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like coming out of the water, bang, slip. Like it's surely. You don't see as many slips as you might think. You mean like a, a lip or a nip? <laughs> like a lip or a nip. I don't think you see as many as you might think. No, you don't. And that's credit to Given how little cloth is on offer, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm just making an observation. As a bloke who gets in and out of the water, who spends some time on the beach, I don't see that many slippages. No. And Nips. that, again, is obviously testament to the Brazilian itself and the, I guess, um, you know, modern sort of technologies yeah. in the bikini <laughs> game. Yeah. <laughs> they stand up, and uh, congratulations, because they're, they're doing a stellar job. Yeah. Um, don't know how we got there. Do we ever? Do we no. ever? No. What did you make of our good friend Joey Lay Lewis' speech last night? Is that one of the greatest? I think it's probably – we were texting. I think it was probably the greatest post-match I've ever seen. Yeah. You said as much in the caption. It was a thing of beauty. Um, the whole it, the whole thing, his missus, the whole thing, his, his missus, missus coming there, in, kissing like, him, and then, but the the thing that I don't, I think a lot of people missed, or didn't at least like one of the funniest parts of it for me of the whole thing was when his missus comes up and starts kissing him in the middle of the ring, and then the the host's like, oh, bit of excitement, and then Joey feels the need to like let everyone know that it's he goes, that's my wife, like, oh, thanks, Joey, mm. thanks, bro, yeah. No, we get it. No, no, we we understood that. It was more just she was excited about that. She came and kissed you in the middle of the interview. And then she goes and proceeds to start fucking flipping off Hopper Wadi outside of the ring who, could you imagine Hopper and Joey getting after it? Oh, I'd love it. Hopper not getting any younger, so. Of not getting any younger fame. Yeah, that's right. Of has had a fair few biffs where he's got laid the fuck out fame. But, yeah, I mean, but he's also like of, of 50 plus fame. Yeah, bro, it comfortably. When was he playing? The nineties, nineties, uh, and then early two thousands. He definitely played in the two thousands. How old John Hubbardy? Let's just let me consult. I think we need to consult. Get that up. 
I don't think we can we can't go any further in the podcast. I right refuse. Now I refuse. Um, but like Joey V Hopper would be. He's forty seven. He's forty seven. Forty seven. I think on the undercard to Sonny Bill Gallon. There, bang. Thanks for coming. Yeah, but if Gal, I feel like Hopper's. I mean, I feel like um, what's his face? Sonny's dogging it. Yeah, but then he came out the other day and he said that he wanted to fight. He wants to fight for two years. Yeah, he wants but, to come back and fight eight times or something and bro, do Gal, all this and that. Gal said after the fight last night that next year they were offered f- some financier has offered them four million dollars each for two fights next year. Sonny's Narbra on it. That's a lot of money, bro. He was that is sa- a lot of money. He was saying it on the so obviously like. Um, you saw how Volkanovski was one of the, the panellists on the thing I last did. night? Yeah, yeah. So Gal's sitting next to Volkanovski and going, and he starts going, we were offered $4 million and then looks at Volkanovski and almost apologises because I would hazard a guess that Gallon is getting paid more than Volk does to fight. 100%. 100%. Which is insane. Volk could get 500 maybe. Probably. Yeah, I think you'd probably get something like that. And then pay per view shit, all. maybe. Like, I don't as think. Well, I but... don't think. I don't think they get pay per view, blokes. Like, no, they I do. F- the, the champions get pay per view. That's part of like the deal. They definitely do. Yeah, yeah. If you're a headliner, they get yeah, pay per view okay. points. I think it's. I don't exactly know how it works, but they do get some. They do get pay per view if you're a champion. I, be, I, I bet you they get fuck all. Yeah, but gals sitting there going, "Yeah, I'm getting offered like I, I don't know if it was four million dollars a fight or four million dollars for two. Let's say it's four million dollars a fight. He's going to get eight mil. That'll be more than fucking Volk's career earnings." And Volkanovski is a legitimate world champion. But that just is what it is, right? It's the name of the game. That's why Jake Paul's fucking rolling in it. Well, Jake Paul offered, to put it into context, Jake Paul offered Masvidal $5 million plus pay-per-view. Yeah. So like $4 million, even for two fights, is not worlds away from that. And it's in Australia. And it's Australian boxing. Whereas like Jake Paul has legitimate worldwide appeal. Not like, I mean, Sonny does to some degree, but it would be pretty localised. It'd be Australia and New Zealand. So $4 million is outrageous money. Outrageous money. Outrageous money. But again, Gallon though, it was would all, sell. It'd fucking sell its dick Dude, off. it'd sell its dick off. We've, told, we've talked about this for years. It would sell the fuck out of itself. It would be our number one pay-per-view in Australia. I'm comfortable with that. Yep. Confident of that, rather. Yep. Like, Chalk would get the shits, and it is what it is, Chalk. And, and we apologise to We apologise. Obviously, you have a, a, a place in all our hearts, but the time would be to move over. Oh, He'd be dethroned 100%. If it's about time you're dethroned, though. Like, the, those fights you were doing, we were still in high school. Time to break those records. I need something a bit more. I need well, more. records are made to be broken, Tom. So are rules. So are rules. <laughs> rules and records. Rules and records made to be broken. So That's right, 100%. You know, hundred percent. It was all class. Gallon giving away his uh, fight night bonus to yeah to Garside and the. I uh, thought that it would have been disgraceful if he hadn't. Well, but he's the thing about Gal, which some people may not notice, is he's like a legitimate boxing fan. He loves Australian boxing. Yeah, like loves the sport. Like is you know. Investing doing his in best it. to try and grow it, you know, investing in his time and shit in it. And he made a great point last night when he was like, mate, all these fucking people who Nabra rugby league boxing nights and shit and they want to be purists, where the fuck were you the night before? Exactly. 
no one tunes in. People talk shit, and mm-hmm. it, it gives me the shit. So I'm like, bro, just be honest. Yeah. You didn't watch those other boxing fights. You're not a fucking boxing purist. Yeah, you've listened to one podcast. Listen to Teddy Atlas go on and on. You think you're a fucking professional. Yeah. Like, or you shut do some up, training. Man. Like, you know, you, you like to like, hit mitts. Mate, fighting is very simple. It's all narrative, mate. If you haven't realized, sport's the same. If you can't sell the narrative, no one gives a shit. That's why the A-League's in the toilet, because all the big names are left and no one cares. Mm-hmm. Selling a story, brah. Selling a story. But shout out to Gal. Shout out to Gal. He, I mean, Darcy, Darcy did his best. I had a bit of money on a few outcomes, none of which eventuated, which was fantastic. Um, yeah, I'd I'd round one and two knockout, and obviously. I had Gal round one knockout, Darcy to win by knockout. Again, neither one happened. Darcy can throw though. Well, he can throw like a like a plumber can throw. That's what I mean. Yeah, he can throw like a plumber. He can he's throw. Not a boxer. No, he's not a boxer. He's a. He's he a, can throw. Yeah, he's a plumber who can throw. Uh, exactly. And he's got a plumber's gas tank. He does. He In can. fairness, to him, he only had four weeks, but like, still, he was he was like he wasn't. It didn't look like he was collapsing in the ring from, uh, like head trauma. It looked like a man who had blown. All the energy. Yeah, I've Punched got four minutes. Out. I've got four minutes, and then the, the last two I'm going to hang on for dear life. The, again, I see why they had to. When you see the state of Darcy after two rounds, <laughs> you can see why they had three two-minute rounds. But I will say that that was pretty fucking hard to swallow as, like, a main event. Well... $60 is where I have umbrage, yeah. Tom, because I think that that is a fucking disgrace <laughs> to to sell a $60 pay-per-view fight. Like, we're talking about Mayweather-McGregor was 60 bucks yeah. for context. Yes. Like, Tyson Fury fucking, um, oh, mate. Wilder. Wilder, 50 bucks, 60 bucks, maybe even $50. Yeah. Like, to have a rugby league fight night and charge it out at sixty bucks is outrageous. Yeah, I know it's about making money, but listen, don't you think don't you think it'd be more palatable to the punter and the dribbler if you go, This is what it is. This is a rugby league fight night where people throw, they're not gonna make it last past like three rounds, most of them. How does thirty bucks sound? Yeah. You go, yeah, right. That sounds all right. Do you Co- know what I mean? Cost me summer tan hat. Yeah. Thirty bucks. Yeah, so, okay. Like, and again, you know, we big fans of Georgie Rose and the Rose brothers and what they're doing for boxing in Australia. Like, you know, it's interesting, right? They put on good cards. They put on fun cards. 60 bucks is a hard, like, especially if you're like, a lot of people would be like, I'm not spending that amount of money. I can't afford to 60 spend- bucks is a lot of money to people. bro. Yes. Like for a, and and those fights, the referees, dude, a couple of those <laughs> referees were fucking disgraceful. Firstly, the one where Harry Garside was the stoppage. the stoppage there where the guy has literally, he's just, he was getting hit, but like he wasn't wobbled by any means. He was just copping some punches, gets up, th- comes up and then throws one back. And then the guy comes in and stops it. You're like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm pretty sure he was the same ref who was allowing Joey Lussick or Freddie Lussick or Darcy's brother to get the shit punched out of him by Tyron May's brother. This was a battle of the younger brothers. Mm. Tyron May's brother 
hit him with like 20. He, I think Lusick absorbed 89 head strikes, in, significant head strikes in the first three rounds, or maybe it was a three-round fight, or, but, or maybe it was in the fight. And then the maths was, whatever the maths was based on the minutes and all that, but it was like he was getting like, um, he was getting a major head, he was getting like a major strike to his head every six seconds. And Jeff Fennick's like, yo, like, I don't think we needed that fight to go on. Like, these guys are footy players. They're in here having a bang. It's a bit of fun. He just got the shit punched out of him for four rounds. That didn't need to happen. Like, that could have been stopped. Yeah. And so he's someone's had a word with him backstage, and then he's had a recorrect. And then the refs, exactly. The refs overcorrected on one of the only professional fights on the whole fucking card. And gone like, nah, nah, nah. It's like, dude, you should have had this sort of caution when it was a regular Yeah, flip player. it. Flip it around. Yeah, you got it all mixed up, bro. Yeah, you yeah, got, yeah. You got your fights mixed up, mate. You got your fights mixed up. But rugby league, mate, and boxing, like, it's it's, it's a circus. It is. What about that big – did you see that big bikey-looking motherfucker? Yeah, Godly Strong. Do you follow him on Instagram? No. Yeah, he's he's a fun watch. He okay. is. We should be he's like a Hello Sport account, he's a, really, he's, shouldn't we? Yeah, yeah, he's a jack of all trades. Like he's a deadlifter, he's a power lifter. He's, I think, Muay Thai potentially or kickboxing. I think he's had some MMA fights. He, he's go. a boxer. Like he's all over Alex the map. Simon, godly Alex strong. Simon, yeah, fuck, yeah, he's, he's big. A, he's a big boy. I think he's like deadlifted three hundred kilos off the top of the dome. Australia's I've followed, him, I've followed him on the personal for a while. Okay, so you've known about him for a while. I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when I saw him tripping him over, I wasn't surprised. I was no. like, okay, this bloke's forgotten where he is. He's forgotten where he is. But not only that, because I don't think that he was even – it wasn't – they were saying that the fight wasn't uh, – he wasn't disqualified for the trip. It was the fact that he punched him while he was on the ground. Yeah, that's what – well, that's what I, that's why he clearly forgot where he was. Yeah. Because you could excuse the trip, but it's him flipping him over and then going for the – The ground and pound. Ground and pound, yeah, yeah. I yeah. started filming. I was like, as soon as that got disqualified, I was like, this guy. Now, listen, just I admit, judging a book by its cover, but this young gentleman looks like he could punch a referee out of anger, and I need to make sure that I'm filming it just in case. Do you watch him like confronting that ref after the fight and like talking to him and the look in his eye? I'm like, could you imagine? Imagine he cracks the. Could ref. you imagine if? Oh, that would have been the cherry on top of a rugby league fight night. Yeah, a, perf- a perfect rugby <laughs> a league fight get night. Get laid out! Oh my god! Like obviously you wouldn't want that for the ref, but it would have been perfect. No, but you also sort of do for the narrative <laughs> and for the yarn. Yeah. Sometimes you got to put narrative and yarn first above per- and the rest above people's perf- personal safety. Yeah, and refs know that. Refs know that. We're all slaves to dribble and yarn. It's Don't for the greater good. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That would have been terrific. <laughs> Good eyes up footy from you to, to get the whip the phone. Well, out. mate, I was sitting there on the couch, you know, a vegan fucking cooker, cooker or two. Sat or there. Two. And, well, oh, yeah, you let no, the hair down last night. No, no, no. I, to be completely frank with the audience, I'm out of vegan cookies, and I'm now on to vegan gummies. So it's a different, it's a different ball game. So you, you're trying to sort of – it's like going from the, the – what is it? The metric system to whatever the fuck the Yanks use. Imperial. So you don't exactly know what you're doing. 
you know, I'm yeah, used yeah, to this, yeah, and now I'm feel. on this, and it's like you got to have a little bit, a little pinch here, okay, can we add a little bit more spice on there? We're good to go. Listen, I think that anyone watching any of the videos I put up last night could probably have deduced as much. Yeah, it did, didn't take a rocket scientist. No. No, it no. didn't. It's usually, when you I, were. it's usually when I get into my work, you know? Yeah, you, you, you were into your work. I think I think the punter and the dribbler saw a relaxed man enjoying his break with his feet up. Feet up, gummies yeah, and tequilas. Gummies and tequilas, dude. He might have been pumping gummies and tequilas into the ground, having a good, having a good time. Yeah. I respect you for you it. You got man. a problem with that, then you got a problem with me because gummies and tequilas go together delightfully. Yeah, it's silly season, bro. And yeah. that's your silly season. Exactly. This is my exactly. This is my version of you being in Byron in a couple of weeks, just ripping. Let it a down. man be silly. Let can, a man be silly. Can I not have a couple of gummies on the couch and while I pump, pump tequila and sodas? You won't. You won't. There'll be no problems coming from me, mate. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Are you Are you loving your tequilas, dude? That's it's. I love it. It's a great drink, isn't it? It's just great drink. It's they taste nicer than like a vodka soda, which has also got a little bit of the connotation of like, oh, trying to trying to keep healthy, eh, bro? Like, it's actually more just like incredibly refreshing, and also it's a it's a, it's a better pissed. It's a better pissed. It's a better pissed. It's a better pissed. That and whiskey, great pissed. Yeah, and great I haven't pissed. had whiskey for a minute, but the spirits life seems to be one where. You're able to, I don't know, I just feel like it keeps you, it's lighter. It's lighter. Keeps you young? Well, I think a younger me, I remember when I used to like pound long necks of like Coopers and shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're like, yeah, that yeah, is. Yeah. Couple of Coopers Reds, mate. Couple, couple of Coopers, Coopers Reds long necks. And you're like, yeah. not only does that get you, like it would knock you for six, but like just the sheer like amount of liquid. Yeah, and it's like, a lot of. And it's a sedimenty, heavy fucking beer. Like I can barely drink anything. I've I've always found that surprising, to be honest. That you can sit down and pound, you know, ten schooners at the pub. Like if you had to sit down and drink ten schooners of water, you'd be all at sea. Mm. We wouldn't be able to do it. It no. wouldn't be possible. I don't see how it's possible. It doesn't make any sense to me. That your body's like, oh, it's beer. That play You're on, mate. Good. Just keep pouring it in. Not a problem. See, that's the thing now that I struggle with. I struggle with being able to drink shitloads of beer now. Obviously, if I drink beer, you know this, it's a bloke. But yeah. I can't pound away on beers like I used to. It's just changed. Yeah. It's the, uh, is is it know. also potentially like one of those things where like you can afford to have a couple of bottles of spirits laying around and it's, it's just it. better going? Because it's all, at some point in the night, you've always had to change. Like you can't yeah. – I've – and I respect people that do, that can sit on beers all night long. I respect you for it, but fucked if I can. Yeah. Fucked if I've no, ever been right. able to. No, you do need to at some point pivot. I used to always go to rum, and then I'm like, yeah, there's other options now. Yeah. There's other options. Well, we've got that. mature palates now, Eddie. We do. Our, our, our palates have matured. Tom. Our palates have, have almost matured. graduated high school. It's not refined yet, my palate, but it's certainly matured. Now, Tom, I wanted to bring something up with you. You know how you and I have been saying for years that Joe Root, not a leader of man. Yeah. Why did it take everyone so long to cotton on, do you think? It's what? like we've been screaming this from the rooftops, from the rafters. Joe Root, not a leader of man. He's a boy. Mm. A weak You've English got a, boy. 
You've got a weak English private school boy in charge of the whole setup. I, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make one iota of sense. No. Then that post-match press conference the other day, the interview, when he was saying that he was basically powerless. Well, well but he blamed the fucking bowlers. Yeah, he I goes, know, because he, cause they, he they couldn't They wouldn't bowl the right lengths. And you're like, dude, that's your job to tell them what to do. But also, like, none of your batters did shit either. But, mate, how do you not see that? That you saying that your bowlers wouldn't bowl the right length is not a good reflection on you. Ricky Ponting said he almost fell off his chair when he heard him say it. Well, of course, because Ricky's an alpha. Ricky knows how to get the best out of men. Could you imagine standing Ricky Ponting next to Joe Root, just like just eyeing them off? Yeah. Like have a look, at, have a look at those two next to each other. He would fucking gobble up and chew and spit out Joe Root. Well, listen, I know it's not what it's about. But not only would he chew him up and spit him out, but he'd bash him if he had to. Could you imagine them in a blow? Mate, Ricky would bash Oh, my him. God, bro. 10 seconds? 15 seconds? Comfortably. He would kill Joe Root. Yeah. He'd kill him. Four-armed be all over. Just fucking yeah. suffocate him with arm hair. Did Dave Warner punch Joe Root? Yeah, he did punch Joe Root. And that's one of those things I think that we need to... Certainly when we do our forgiveness metric, Hello Sport University, uh, you know... Uh, I guess classes. 2022. Uh, yes, 2022. I think that needs to be factored into Dave's forgiveness metric because obviously he did uh, quite massively with sandpaper, but he did punch Joe Root in the face, which yeah, I did. think we forget. What does that count for? That's it doesn't count ca- for nothing. It's got to count for something, Eddie. Counts for something. He's got it, especially he, in my books. He punched Joe Root in the face in England yeah. on a night out, Se- uh, assuming because he was being a lippy prick. Well, I think I think that David says that he was wearing a fake beard that Joe was making fun of Hashem Amla, and Dave didn't. Dave wouldn't stand for that. So Dave was actually defending the honor of a man from another country. He wasn't even. It wasn't even about Dave. He just thought this isn't on. I've seen something I don't like. I'm going to punch Joe. Hashem also happens to be one of the great fucking batsmen of all time. Hashem was a fantastic. Fantastic you couldn't rat- you, Apparently, he was like one of the only players you couldn't sledge because it just, just didn't like, rattle him. Just ice cold, which could mean that Dave maybe didn't need to punch Joe. But I—that's not what it's about. It's about. It it's, it's about not principles. about that. It's not about that. It's about principle. It's about honor. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. So that will be factored into the Hello Sport University classes next year. Tom, hundred percent. Yeah, it has to. But it is interesting uh, to see Joe now, and I think then Broads like turn like a few of the. I think there's some infighting. This English team are fucking just the biggest bunch of losers, I think, to ever step foot on this fucking continent. Mate, there's people saying that it's the worst English side of all time. Mm. There's people saying that. English yeah. people saying that. Yeah. They're going to lose 5 nil. I can promise you that. Yeah, it, it, look, unless La Nina rears her ugly, ugly head, god-awful ugly head. Look, she may, but the thing about it is, Tom, we can get it done in three days. We don't we need five. No, we don't. It's a good point. You know what I mean? That's a very good point. Like, apparently it's a seam as paradise, this, this Melbourne pitch. It They're giving be. a lot of raps to the uh, the curator who finally fucking pulled his finger out and got the job done. Like, they they could go cheaply. Like, if they bat on Boxing Day, mate, 90, 95, all out. Yeah. Look, you'd be – you love when shit like this happens and, like – Things go from bad to worse. 
I love seeing it. I love it. It reminds me of when um the that other English side that they all retired halfway through exactly the, the 2013 14 and they were all like fuck it we're going home like this is too yeah. hectic. I'm out. Like I'm Jack out. Leach is a, he's a he's a chance of retirement. Jack's a chance of retirement or at least heading home. Your Broads and your Andersons of the world, like I mean, they don't seem like they've got quit in them. I respect them. Sorry if you can hear my cat, uh, Louie of Killing Native Animals fame. Uh, he's just at the door being an annoying motherfucker. But like, I don't know if Broad, if I was to pick out of Broad or Anderson to go home early, I'd pick Broad. I'd pick Broad to quit. You reckon he's got quit in him? I reckon he could have quit in him. Can you hear that cat? No. Okay, I actually good. think Anderson's got quit in him. Maybe they both do. Maybe I'm being too generous. Maybe they're a bunch of quitters. Maybe they the first two to go. Maybe they refuse to play the first test. Have we considered that? So 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 it may not have even been a resting situation. They were Who, he might have been like, I'm not playing. Fuck that. I want to go. Like, we're not gonna win. I'm not we're not gonna win. I don't want that L on my on my sheet. I don't want to be like I'm here, but I'm not here here. You know what they're I mean? They're a silent like, letter. Yeah, I'm a silent letter. On this tour, I'm a silent letter. I'll come out and I'll bowl a few overs here and there. I won't buy the length you want. I'll buy. I'll buy my length. I'll buy my length. And and yeah. if you start questioning that, then yeah, then I'm probably just going to go home. Yeah, so, or I'm going to start leaking information to the press, infighting. Joe Root's a weak English boy. Then what? Like, think about it though. If you're at the end of your career, like Broad and Anderson certainly is, he's fucking forty, I think. You'd be saying to yourself, "I've done it all. I've been to Australia and won. I don't know if Broad has, but Anderson has." Like, why do I want to go down to Australia, get pumped 5-0, go out on, like, a crushing low? Yeah, just go out on my knees. This would be the worst place to come to Australia when they never win and just get absolutely pumped into the ground under the hot Australian sun where you get berated by punters and dribblers in the crowd about 50 schooners. Mm. It'd be awful. It'd be the worst way to spend your summer, the worst possible way. And then with these increased lockies that they're probably going to have to get now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck mate, even what, like, enjoying the sights and sounds and smells, bruh. Nah. Sydney's going to be like, mate, Sydney will be a full-on. It'll be like last when the Yeah, Indians, I hope it's not, bro, because I really want to go and just rip no, it. No, no, no. We won't, but they will. Oh, yeah. They'll yeah. be under lock. Keep the fucking players locked down. They'll be under lock and key. Yeah. They'll be under lock But allow me to roll in and yip and yahoo and drink full-strength schooners and fucking. Yip and yahoo. Yip and yahoo. Yeah. That's what I need. That's what daddy needs to kick off the year right. And then then it's back to just the grindstone. Here you go. Sydney test, rip and tear. Let your hair down. Let your hair down. And then as yeah. soon as it's over, bang, 2022 starts in February. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, once it's over, you go, okay, sweet. I've still got three weeks. But like, you know, <laughs> technically we're, getting, it's like- we're getting closer to February. Yeah. We're like another five days closer. Yeah, yeah. So you're, I- not, you're not wrong. I've still got a am little I, bit of time. Am I now five days closer to February? Yes, I am. Yeah. So I am getting close to going back so to you're work. starting. But it doesn't start till February. Know that. I mean, do, well, we, do, we, do we kind of – should January technically still be 2021? For us. For us. Yes. Yes, I think so. I think that the Hello Sport calendar starts February 1. Yeah. <laughs> loops around. That's our year. That's it's our like year. financial year, but the year of dribbling yarn starts <laughs> in February. The dribbler calendar. The dribbler calendar. It doesn't yeah, start yeah. till Feb. No, it starts in Feb yeah. because know that we have January off. Yeah. Well, it's light duties. It's we don't like, quit. Well, also, we've got another test in, in January. We do. Fucking oath we do. Then we've got some one-dayers. Oh, who, but who called for that? Yeah. Who's been calling for that for a couple of summers? Yeah. 
Yours truly. We said a million times, why the fuck is there a test in November? It makes no sense whatsoever. Everyone in Australia has January off. Put a test in January. No one gives a shit about one-day cricket. And there you go. So should we really be having like a New Year's party on January 31st? Yes. That's our New Year's Eve. That's our New Year's (laughs) Eve. 31st of Jan is our New Year's Eve. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And then you come back in February when there's no sport on just so we can get a slow roll into March. You just want to ease in. You don't want to hit the ground running. You don't want to hit the ground running. No. I don't think that's our style. I think you need to warm into it. That gives us all of February, the uh, traditionally the slowest month of the year. Yeah. Although I think we've got some Winter Olympics this time, which – Sure, is a good way to roll in. Well, it is. It's a perfect way to roll in. But you it's know like what I mean? you, you do last night? I watched curling. Over. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, I watched curling perfect. for six hours. Perfect. Um, perfect. Hashtag where's Peng Shui? But <laughs> <laughs> she got again. Well, no. Now she's come out and said I never made any accusations. Yes, she did, Pan. Yeah, and listen, yes, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it about it. I, I feel for, for Peng Shui. No, 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 no. But it's like I don't think we can. I'm not, well, I'm not sitting here pretending like Peng Shui's got anything to do with this. Like, it's not no. her. She's not in the wrong. No, she's not. She's just got a you know bolt action rifle to the temple that she's writing this sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, metaphorically, potentially, maybe literally, maybe metaphorically, maybe both. But we'll let you decide, punters. And yeah, exactly. But yeah, February is probably a nice way for us to roll in and just sort of stretch the legs, because January is twenty twenty one technically. Like that's still fucking. Well, I'm a. I'm yeah. I mean, I'm like I'm not even in the city till no, Saturday. Exactly, and I'm you know going to be nuts up to my nuts in fucking Test cricket. Yeah. Tequila. Yeah. Gummies. Gummies. Like what else? At Al. At Al. At Al. At Al. At Al. Um. New Year's. All right, there we go. It's set. January 31st. I hope that helps. hope that helps you. Oh, fucking Harry Garside being a plumber. We forgot about that. A ballet dancing plumber. Sounds like an interesting cat. Of course he's a plumber. Does that surprise you at all? I mean, it doesn't surprise me that he's a plumber, but it's sort of – a ballet dancing plumber does. Like, what? talk about a new spin on an old classic. Well, didn't Lomachenko, didn't his old man make him dancing when he was younger so he could be so light on his feet? Yeah. And he was a pleasure to watch. He was a The great Roger Federer, I don't know if he's got a dancing background, but he floats. He certainly floats like a dancer. He could dance. I don't know if he's got a dancing background, Tom, but he could dance if asked to, if if required to. to. Yeah, Yeah, if he wanted to. So I think Garside putting a bit of ballet into the repertoire, that's eyes up. Yeah, smart move. A very smart move. He moves well. He d- he does. Sorry, that thunder is fucking going off. Is that thunder? Yeah, dude. Dude, midday thunder. That's nice for the soul. Oh, you loving that? It's been. It's a drizzly little bitch in Sydney right now. Is it pouring? Not right now. It, it has been. It's just drizzling. But the thunder certainly coming into its own, getting into its work. You know, letting letting you know that it's here to be heard. Mm. Um, but loud. I couldn't be fucked to close the windows. I don't think it would have made too much of a difference, to be honest, in this uh, little office of mine. Do you like the artwork behind me? Very nice, mate. Yep. That's a Steph, Steph special. Steph do that? Yeah, it's a Steph special there. Um, do you have any nasty words to say about this one? <laughs> what did I say about her one? What was that? <laughs> she said, do you like it? And you're like, nah. Oh, that's right. Fuck, that was bad. I don't know if I've told that story on here a while ago, but Steph, 
doesn't mind sort of, you know, getting a canvas and just whipping up some painting and shit. And if you're watching the YouTube, if this becomes a YouTube, it may not because we aren't 100% sure on the technical side of things here. But behind me is a painting of some flowers. Lovely. They're nice. Before she went on the flower rant, though, it was just like she'd just paint like colors. Like it'd be all blue and like you'd be like, oh, maybe it's waves or fucking maybe it's or it's all red and like orangey shit. And I think I was with you and Streety or something. Yeah, you were, yeah. And she kept sending me these fucking photos, being like, what do you think? But we just moved house, and we had been speaking about, like, getting, like, a print or something for the living room. So I'm like, ah. So she sends me a photo of this painting, and it's like, what do you reckon? And I'm like, I mean, I was like, I don't know, it's just blue. She was like, (laughs) oh. And she's like, she sends me a photo of her standing next to it smiling. I'm like, oh, I'm like, yeah, it's all right. It's just kind of blue. Like, it's nothing special. And she's like, oh, okay. And then I think I spoke to her later that day and I was like, anyway, and she was a bit off. I'm like, what's the matter? She's like, well, fuck, you're a bit bloody rude before about my painting. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I love it. It's great. Like, what do you say after that? You can't say anything. You you've can't. already said you've already been caught in a candid moment where you've told the truth. <laughs> Your truth, and it's you know, it wasn't that good. It wasn't that good, but like because you, you probably thought you were buying it. You're like, yeah, that's what it is, though, right? If it's you doing it, I love that. It's a beautiful expression of your sort of artistic yeah. flair. Yes, would I buy it? No. Would I buy no, it? No, I wouldn't buy it. I wouldn't buy no, it. I wouldn't buy. It. I'd proudly <laughs> hang it up if it's yours. Yeah, beautiful. like I hang my artwork, my kids' artwork on the fridge. You know, Evie's got art all over the fridge. Buy hers? No. No, I'd never buy it. But that doesn't matter. They are different things. They are. Hanging artworks for love versus buying them, completely different things. Completely different. I'm not in a I'm not in the buying art stratosphere. You know what I mean? Like it's not really I like it and I'm sure like it'd be nice one day to be able to be like, oh yeah, fuck, I'm gonna buy this expensive fucking art. But I'm like because they're investments if they're, like, good or if you get onto an artist before they're, like, massive. Yeah. But I'm like, ooh, am I spending that sort of money? How, how much time does one need to dedicate to become an artsy type, to become not an aficionado, I'm not saying that, mm. but to have – to be able to pick up on certain things and go, that's a viable, that's a viable, that's a viable. Like – do people can people get to that level? I think there are people. I think you can get there. You'd- Do you know what I'm trying to say? Or is yeah. it all just complete bullshit? And you buy something because people just all agree that it's good. No, I think you. I think you. It's more like you can connect with people in the know. As like, I think that's sort of a lot of it. Where it's like art dealers and shit. These people. And I'm obviously not talking things. about Monet's and shit punters and dribblers. I'm no. talking like talking levels about- below that. Yeah, people who are like. Like a friend of ours who's an artist, she's fucking killing it. She's amazing. But there was like a time when she wasn't, I assume. I've We only really knew her when she was killing it. But like at some point, her art would have been fucking not very expensive. And now all of her shit is like in the tens of thousands of dollars. Yes, exactly. What changes? What changes? So that's why I think like if you can get in with the people who know, then it's like, oi, but how do they know? That's what I'm trying to say. 
Like I sound no, like no, a no. dead shit when I'm asking these questions. I I understand that, well, and we I'm both probably do. right. Yeah, and I'm probably upsetting some people. Ed, listen, I'm I'm looking at you, but yeah. that's it. Just shows where I'm at. I'm I'm a beginner level. Yeah. I wouldn't say they have an eye at all. I I look at some things and I say I like the look of that. Mm. I'm sure Ella would often disagree with me. And she yep. goes, well, you don't have an eye. You're an idiot. You're a dead shit. You're a dead I go, shit. Okay, fair enough. No, sure. But what I'm trying to say in a roundabout way is, is that something you do when you're retired and you're like, you just got time to kill? Or is it, a, go out, is it a thing when you're like cashed up and it's like, I or is it more, is it more cashed up like, when you're like, you just got money and you just go into galleries and you go, bro, you run me through it. Yeah. You tell me what I like. And then at the end, there's money in it for you. Yeah. But I, I need I need to be upskilled here. You need to let me know what I'm getting and you need to let me know why it's good. And then I. So like I can it. tell people when they look at it. And I, I go, need, well, this is give, what it give is. Give me the elevator pitch. Yeah. What, what fucking. What technique are we using here? Is this watercolors? We got Faber Castles. Is this yeah. a Derwent pen situation? Is, that this, we're- is this a Derwent or is this a Faber? Yeah. I need to know. Or is I it need a to know water? Right now. Or, is it, or is it just some of your water based paint? Now is this an oil? Is it, is it an oil base? Or is it an oil base? Do you like oil? What you, is oil a go? Is this been painted? Oil with hands, hard to get out of clothes. Hands, fingers, brushes. Oil impossible to get out of clothes, Eddie. Oil based paints, punters and dribblers. You can say good night. It's all over. And you're it's king all of the over wash. Red I'm king of the wash. I'm, I'm telling you right now. You get oil paint on clothing. You can you can go to bed. It's all over. Throw your shit out. You've got to start again. You will not get it out. You will not get it out. Water-based paints, Tom, a little more forgiving, yes. but still, still rigorous, still, still hardy. Mm. But they can be tamed. They can be tamed. Oil in general is a cunt. It is. It is. It, oil's disagreeable. Yeah, you need you need to be like elite at your craft if you're going to get oil out of clothing, and I'm not. If you could, if they could come up with a, with a spray that removes oil stains. It's all over. Yeah. You're a billionaire. You're a billionaire. Steph's mum, phenomenal. She's tier one in yep. terms of like washing clothes and shit. And I'd put you in a tier one as well. Without having seen your work, I trust you. <laughs> trust me. Yeah. Tier one gets oil out of shit. Steph's mum has got oil out of clothes for me before. I, as soon as I stain something, call out to Steph and I'm like, quick. I'm like a kid who needs their ass wiped. What, so like you're enjoying a meal and you drop food on yourself? I'm like, if I don't get onto this thing right now, it's going to set in, it's pasta stain on a white T-shirt, or I'm doing the dishes and I flick grime on or whatever. I need to get this thing sorted right now. Steph, what do I do? Come help. It's an emergency. She comes in, spray some shit, fucking chuck it in. You know. You know it's done. I know what she does. I don't trust myself. I'd prefer to outsource that sort of shit. Yeah, it's like me with cooking. I can I see I see how it's done. Mm. I, I have I have eyes on it. Yeah. I'm aware of it. But if I was thrown in the deep end, okay, Edwards, now your turn to come like you go and find all the ingredients, you put it together. I'm a little less Even with your cornflake cookie background? Well, I I stick to my what I know. Yeah, right. I know very few recipes. I know them inside out. Yeah, okay. And I'm elite at my craft when it comes to them. Yeah. So but you're not trying to be whole, a you're a you're not a jack of all trades, master of none. You're a master of a few trades. No, I master my trade. Yeah. I've mastered dribble and yarn. I've mastered cornflake cookies. I'm not a jack of all trades type operator because I think that's where you get found out. Yeah. You're trying to be too many things for too many people. 
you're trying to wear too many hats, Tom. Yeah. Have you heard that saying? I have. Yeah, I have. So yeah. you don't cook anything then, really, outside of your cornflake cookies. I help cook. Sure, but you aren't like, oh, I'll make the spag bowl. No. Interesting. I can, but I You'd prefer don't. not to. Well, I'm such an elite cleaner. I just like, again, stick to what you're good at. See, I'm with you there as well. I'm not a good cook. I'm not. I can make a I'm good like, bolognese. Okay, out of, out of the two of us, El, out of the two of us, who's better, who's better at cooking? Yeah. And who's better, who's better at cleaning? Cooking? You're better at cooking. I happen to be better at cleaning. As soon as you're finished making the meal, oh, it's all done. Yeah. Everything's done. Yeah. There's nothing else to clean up because I've done it because I'm fucking pounding the, the sink into an oblivion right now. The, the so, universe has put two people together perfectly exactly matched. Right. Exactly. One who cooks really well, one who can clean the fucking yeah. dick You need me to do some ironing? Not a problem. I'll iron. Do you need me to clean? Bang. Get me on the vacuum cleaner? Not a problem. Mm. Do you want me to, to, to man the washing machine? Sure can. Can I get stains out? Yes. But so is it such a big deal that you cook for me? Is that the worst thing in the world? Because the meal's going to be better. It's going to be tastier for all of us, for all of us to enjoy. Yep. I'll cut onions if I have to. I'll man the onions. I not actually am not really even that good at cleaning. I like cleaning dishes. Like, as in, I can do the kitchen really well and I can vacuum and mop. Like, I've got those things. So, what is it that belt. you do? Well, I do dishes. Yep. And where I, do you, where do you, where do you apply value? Dishes, dish cleaning, right? It's like I'm a, I'm a kitchen cleaner. I can vacuum and mop. I do that. And then that's sort of it. Like I can lift shit if needed. I'm a brawn, I'm a brawn guy. You're brawn? You're yeah. a brawn? Brawn. All right, you need me to read something? Or like a height guy. Oh, yeah, I can get that. Yep. Height and brawn. Height and brawn with a little but, bit of cleaning. And maybe what, some handyman skills? Well, I did saw the base of the tree, the Christmas tree, but I forgot to water it, so it started dying. I didn't think you needed to water a fucking Christmas tree. Why do you think you saw the bottom of it, mate? Do you know why you saw the bottom of it? Why? Why did you think you did? I was getting rid of a branch. <laughs> when you bring the Christmas tree home, yeah, you cut the bottom off it because the wax seals the base. So you cut it off, it's fresh, bang, into the thing. The tree oh, no, no, no. Up. I didn't cut the bottom off the they tree. Water on. No, no, no. Oh, no, you no, didn't no, do no, that. No, no. They, they just, they, we got that it delivered to our house, so I assume it was baseless already. But you're supposed to do it when you get home. If it's, if it's gone a long trip, about 20 minutes, I reckon, and then the bottom seals up and no water is absorbed. Never, ever heard of that in my life. It's probably why it's not looking that good at the moment. I'm like, Christmas needs it, to it, hurry it up. Might be, it might be half the reason it's not looking good. They Christmas also need needs water. to get here quick. You know, no. how when you, put, you know when you put flowers in water when you bring them home? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, same, same concept. I get it. Yeah. I get it. But growing up. I'm surprised Steph didn't pull you up on that. She did. She told me to do it, and I didn't do and you just, it. And you just go, nah. No, well, I just it. I forgot. She, she's, she's watered the tree now. The tree's watered. Right. But, I mean, this whole wax situation could be a new one that – that could be a thing that we haven't considered. I don't remember growing up having to water the Christmas tree. Did you have a fake one? No, no, no. We always had the, the ridgy did real fucking tree. Well, your mum was probably just pouring in water when you weren't looking. That's also possible. They can, you know, three, four, five days, depending on the depth of the thing it's in. They can go. They drink a bit, but they'll, you know, you don't have to fill it up every hour, Tom. I'm just glad that Christmas around the corner because this tree is dying. Yeah. And you, look, you don't want a dead crane Christmas. It's not a good omen. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not a good omen. It's not, especially not for Zoe's first Christmas, the first one that nah. Evie's really sort of like conscious for. You don't want a dead thing, a dead, a dead thing in the corner of the room. 
Is she pumped though? Have you got uh, presents under the tree? Presents under there. Got all the lights. I've done all that. She says Merry Christmas all the time. It's very cute. We got Santa photos today. That was nice. Where are you going? We went to the Jungo. We got Santa photos the other day, actually. Yeah. Which is cute. I'm like, the guys who do that are either obviously worst case scenario sickos, the Santa guys, but like when you're seeing how much it was like lighting up the faces of the kids that were there, you're like, that's actually a pretty sick job, like a pretty sweet thing to do. Obviously, you'd hope they're getting paid. Spoiler alert, Santa's not real uh, if this is being played in a car with children. Sorry. (laughs) Well, those ones aren't. No. But also, like, if your kids are listening to this, there are bigger issues. Um, (laughs) But, but yeah, I was like, that's a a pretty nice thing to do, especially with Omicron fucking swinging its cock around town. And this is just this old guy sitting there. Old as well, you know what I mean? Danger zone. COVID danger zone. They're Mm. sitting there just having bloody people roll through nonstop. With someone with a little bit of experience in this world, Tom, I think I can speak. Yeah. You know, on the industry itself. <laughs> for, for those, rec- for those that don't don't know or don't remember, Eddie was an Easter Bunny for a period yeah. of time. I was an Easter Bunny two years running, um, <laughs> so I'm experienced in this in this game. I was on fifty bucks an hour, but I was also a kid. I reckon as a as an old bloke, you weren't a kid. You were fucking twenty, but like I was a kid in like compared Santa's to Santa's, aren't kids, yeah. Sanders aren't kids, no. you know what I mean? They're yeah. usually older gentlemen, gen- yeah. generally speaking. I think they're on 100 an hour, those blokes. You reckon? Yeah, I reckon. To be fair, and it was... Maybe more. He was just sitting there. It's not a, it's not a hard gig. Well, no. You've just got to weather a couple of shit kids and, and ho, say a couple ho, of niceties ho, couple and that's of, it. You know. But COVID as well, it's like there're distances now. But see, you we were like... photo the other day. We were sitting nowhere near the bloke. Oh, weren't you? I thought you were... I thought I saw that photo. I thought you guys were like on his lap. No, he was on the right of us. Uh, yeah, it's the same with us. Yeah, he we was to, like, like... look over and say good day to him. Yeah, that sort of thing. That's what I mean. It's that, easy as fuck right now, apart well, from mate, it's, it's the easiest. It's the easiest it's ever been. For Santa. It's the easiest it's ever been. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no lap stuff anymore. You just say, good day, mate. How are you? Sit yeah. down. I think Bang. that's all right. I'm, I'm happy to leave the, the sitting on the lap of a stranger behind. You reckon? I don't think it's essential, clearly. No, I don't think so. I don't think it's essential. Do you, what? So you reckon that's left us? I'm saying Sitting I don't. On Santa's lap is out. Do you think moving forward? I'm happy if we don't do it anymore. I don't think it's essential. I don't. No, think I, it's I don't think. I don't think we lose much. No, and maybe you know, just like the general sort of, you weed out any of the potential for like, you know. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't have a big problem with it. But, yeah, Santa photos are good. They're good fun. It's nice. Put it up on the fridge. Wholesome shit. It's a bit of a different vibe, though. Like, we were in the city the other day. Me and Els are doing our little Christmas sort of thing because I'm not with her this year. Went to the state in the city. Very nice. Went out for dinner. But, like, this, the place was dead as a doorknob. Like, seriously fucking dead. No one around. No one anywhere. Apparently, there's a train strike, which may have played a role, but, like, there was no one in the city. I think, mate, there's no one anywhere. There's no one anywhere. Like, I I was in Bondi yesterday as well. Similar thing. Just, like, no one in the stores, no one doing anything, which is obviously fucked. But there is an element where it's, like, where you go, this seems to be, like, a better option than lockdowns, though, right? Where it's, like, okay, people are choosing to 
Some people are choosing to go, fuck it, I'll go to the bar or the pub. Like, if you're in the hospo game and shit like that, I feel sorry for them because there's like, they've got to close down and there's no one coming in. But having, not having, like, I don't know what the, I don't know what the like solution is there for like people whose businesses are just getting completely fucking pounded into the earth. But in terms of like not being told like you can't go anywhere, I feel like that's a nice change. Yeah, man, it's very nice. It's very nice. Don't tell me what to do anymore. No. I've done my bit. We've, we've like just, we stopped with that now. People wear masks if you want to wear masks. If you don't want to wear masks, don't wear masks. It is what it is. It is what it is. But yeah, it was real quiet, really quiet. And it was like, it, it, I will say this, Christmas I think loses a little bit of its charm when it's quiet. It's Definitely. not really the same bustly, hustly Dude, fucking. I feel like it's know. a bit dystopian. It's a bit, yeah, it's very dystopian. Because it's, it's like dystopian. they're playing, like that's what I was. Because all the music's playing as well. Exactly. And you're like, what it's the like fuck? a video game where like it's Whereas, like a, I Am Legend or whatever it is. Where there's music like no is there. usually sort of like a background hum. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sort of mixed in with like. Sound yeah. coming off people. Yeah, you're just walking down like I was walking down, like Pitt Street and shit, and there's like it's lights and they're sort of playing music, and you're like, but there's no one around. Yeah, there's no one here. Walking through Bono Junction, and it's the same. It's like no the, like here. jingle and bells and shit, and it's like just like four days out from Christmas, echoing. and there's like I could I could count people I saw in one hand. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, it was fucking weird. Yeah, David Jones usually pumping on all cylinders. There's about 12 people in there. So what do you reckon happens? Like everyone's like, oh, I don't want to miss Christmas. Is that sort of the main thing now? Because like they yeah, could yeah, be yeah, doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So no, it's like, no, no, let me I just think, get to Christmas, then we're back I on. Think, I think what you're seeing, Tom, if I can speak for the masses. I'd like you to. Which we do at the moment anyway. Yeah. So I am well qualified. <laughs> yeah. Is that people are going, just get me to Christmas. Because I've got holidays booked. I yeah. want to see my family, and then I've got holidays booked, and I don't want to fucking sit at home for 10 days. I need to just, just get me through to this period, and then February, we'll flug out of February. Yeah. It's on for young and old in February. I can promise you that. Because cunts just be like, I've got nothing on. Bang, get out, get into it. And then, you know, everyone will have it at once. It'll be nice, be cute. But that's also it, right? Like, it's once everyone starts to, I mean, everyone is already getting it, but like, that like thirty of my sister's mates have it. Well, and, we've, a, and we've got a couple. We've got at least. Three she or had four. a wedding. She had a wedding. She she was out of Sydney on like the last weekend before we came home. And I'm like, you would have had it 100. percent And then you probably would have given it to me, and I would have been like, fuck you. So your sister doesn't have it though. No, she doesn't because she was away. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. Had she been in Sydney, big trouble. Yeah. So yeah, we've like got 30, a few. 40 of them, mate. She's like, it's become, it's like comical now. Yeah. Well, she but was saying, also, she was like, saying, it was no so one, funny because like, like two weeks ago, one of their friends had it and they're like, everyone was texting going, oh, did you hear fucking so-and-so had COVID? Like, <laughs> yeah. yuck. Like, so taboo. Like, what are you doing? You freak. Yeah. Now everyone's got it. Well, it's that's like, the thing. It's like, it was, it's like a bit like, it was yuck, but now it's like. It was yuck. It was definitely yuck. It, it was still like, is yuck because no one likes being sick, but it's kind of no, been made no, into this thing. It's like. Not in that way. Not in that way. No. It's now just like, oh, okay. Yeah, of Whereas course. before it was like, bruh. Yuck. Dude, get your life together. You got COVID? What the fuck? Yeah, but like when Michael got it, I'm like, oh, yuck. I did, but it was like, I was also like, I, you know, he got it just as everything was starting to rip and tear. Like when yeah, it was like, like oh, yeah, exactly. But there was a moment like after that day had finished, I'm like, oh, okay. But when the news came across our desk, I'm like, yuck. Yeah, yeah, yuck. Oh, shit. We gotta, we've got to get rid of Michael. 
But yeah, it seems like a matter of time. I think for us, like wigging out, like we got babies. Again, it doesn't seem to affect kids from what you hear, but it's still like, do you have to isolate? Like, what do we do to Evie and Zoe just fend for themselves if we both get it? I was wondering whether you just send, I send Steffi off with the babies to like the country or some shit, you know, a little getaway. I go over to Chapo's house or Michael's house and just go, all right, boys, cough in the mouth. Give it to me. Load me up. I then sit at home. I just pound fucking tequila and gummies for 10 days. Yeah. Beat this thing. Mm. I'm then antibodied up to my asshole. I then you leave the babies in the car. Steph comes home. You cough on her. I cough in her mouth and then yep. I'm in the car with the kids and I'm gone. Or I've already coughed into a bag when I was really high viral load. Yep. Cough that into a bag and just have that sitting yep. somewhere for her. Yeah, she yeah, comes seal in, that up. Yeah, couple of lungfuls like, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're doing a nang. <laughs> <laughs> Fill a bunch of balloons around the house with COVID. <laughs> COVID nang. <laughs> All right, babe, just huff on a couple of those balloons. You'll be fucking. You'll be coughing be in no sweet. time. Yeah, yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> Mate, look, that's twenty days out of your life, and then you and then you you're done and dusted. You're done. You've got it, and then you move on, and then you leave me alone. There could be something in that. It's it. Look, it's 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 audacious. It's an audacious plan. Not crazy. Not as crazy as it sounds, though. No, it's not as crazy as it sounds. It's sort of like planning for it. Yeah. Instead of being caught off guard, because. The thing about getting caught off guard is your your guard is down. Correct. You are off guard off and guard. you've been caught out. Whereas if you're on guard, you, you're, you're in a better to place to, to fend for yourself. It's like in the pregnancy business, Eddie. Sometimes people book in for delivery. Yes. That's right. And sometimes, bang, water's broke. All right, we're on. Yep. Where yeah. are we? We're Guard's on the hike. Down. We're in right. the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere, my guard was down and now my waters are broken. Now, you could argue, why was I hiking with my nine-month pregnant girlfriend? But be that as it may, we are here. We, We're four or five this isn't the in time the waters are broken. This is not no, the time for those sort of we can, questions. We can argue about that later. We, we need to be solutions-based right now, not yep. fucking what are you doing in the middle of the bush with a yep. nine-month pregnant miso. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter about what ifs. It doesn't it's, matter it, about what All ifs. that matters is that waters are broken and I'm five k's from anywhere. Yeah. And I'm weak and feeble. Yeah, yeah. You so, could argue I'm a beater, so I'm not going to be able to carry her. No. So, so what now? Plan. Plan yeah. for it. Fill up That's balloons it. of COVID and huff them. And puff them. Huff them and puff them. I think it's probably a nice place to leave. I think so. I think to wrap it up for this week. Um, not bad, Tom. Not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, Pretty good. to the punters and the dribblers. I guess the last time, next time we'll speak, we'll be into Boxing Day tests. Christmas yeah, will you have and happened. I, you and I, you and I will be together on the twenty seventh, and yep. then back to the Zoom, bro. Back to the Zoom. Um, Merry Christmas, punters and dribblers. Enjoy Merry the Christmas time off. Before. If you are in lockdown, we've got a big back catalogue that you may not have listened to, and I think that's the best way to spend Christmas. That's how I'd spend it. Yep. If you're going somewhere like big drive, just pound the back catalogue. The There's back. gold in there, yep. and you're not going to get through it. You're not going to get through it. No. Not I wonder how long you'd have to drive straight to get, like, just nonstop. I don't know, Perth and back? Unless Maybe. you go on a Perth and back. Someone can work that out it. for us. Yeah. Someone with but way it, too much time on their hands. Someone yeah, in yeah, way too, Someone who's fucking got COVID. COVID. That's um, it. Love you, punters, right, and dribblers, punters and dribblers. Merry Christmas. Edward, Merry Christmas. 
Merry Christmas, bra. Could you two just not talk anymore? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.